Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author, Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Check that out today. I promise you will not be disappointed. Ten years. Ten years that's been on the shelves now. It's a, it's a stunning thing to think about, especially considering we're still selling it, and it's still uh, tons of good, positive feedback. Uh, something, obviously, you hope when you write a book that it, it ends up being something that helps people long-term. So... If you love this show, support this show at subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That's subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Still the best place you can go to support this show as an individual and to ensure you are off of Dilly Welfare. As you guys all know, we broadcast for free. You don't have to pay a thing to watch this day in and day out. And you can also download it uh, on podcast for free bit.ly forward slash dilly show and you can take it on the road with you it's uh, all podcast formats are available courtesy of magical producer trevor bit.ly forward slash dilly show is where you can go to get the podcast so check that out today all right you guys oh my god another week in the books we're sliding into this friday it's a special friday october 27th which means It's Lauren Eve's birthday, and we love her very much. Whole main team sending their birthday wishes to Lauren Eve. Now the boys, this is the kind of tribute the boys make because we're boys. And uh, you know, Mo and his balls was like, oh, I got one for you, here you go. Which is adorable, but uh, sometimes the birthday girl knows the men she works with and uh, took it upon herself to make her own Lauren Eve birthday meme. <laughs> it's a little softer. <laughs> There's our birthday girl. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Oh, it's a birthday song. It's a birthday song. There you go. So there you go. Got to take care of your most important people first, which is Lauren Eve today. It's her birthday. So happy birthday, honey. Um, yeah, got a big show for you guys today. It's a Friday. Uh, had a little fun right before I got on the show with one of your maybe favorite congressmen, Representative Matt Gates. Decided to quote tweet yours truly with some clarifications about what's going on down there at the House of Representatives, which we appreciate. Uh, we'll dissect it and break it down. We could talk about it. Uh, I was able to retort and uh, he responded one last time. I think we're on e equal footing here. We're on good footing. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. He understands where I'm coming from. 
which it's all about accountability. I don't give a shit about fame fagging. I don't care about uh, making friends. I'm not impressed by any of that bullshit. All I'm impressed by is legislation that actually impacts everyday Americans. And now that he and I have that understanding, I hopefully will be able to get continued uh, updates on whether or not they're fucking working for us. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm going to show you guys today. I'll show some screenshots. We had a nice little back and forth. Nothing, uh, nothing too, uh, uh, I guess, controversial, but it was, it was a good exchange, and he actually did provide some interesting insight into what's going on. We're also going to talk about Meatball DeSantis, who continues to stay in the race despite being fucking on life support. It's the most awkward shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it seems to have uh, given way to a new group of meatball trolls. Not uh, They're just as fucking dumb as the last ones, but they're just newer. So they still have that new retard troll smell on them, which is fun. So we'll talk about Meatball DeSantis. He's doing interviews with CNN, which last time I checked, according to the DeSantard campaign, was a big no-no when President Trump did it. But since they're fucking hypocrites and Meatball desperately, desperately needs someone to vote for him, He's now shilling out to CNN uh, six months after telling Trump he couldn't do that or he'd be a Democrat. So weird, but fucking whatever. You kind of expect it. Uh, let's see. I've got a bunch of dank memes. I've got a, oh, there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. They and some shit that could potentially be very bad for the United States of America. And we still have Q&A Friday on a Friday edition of The Dilly Show. But first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA commerce. Oh my god. My Chicago CBD.com. Thank God for this company, seriously. There's many of us that use different brands of CBD to uh, help with our overall wellness. And uh, I got to tell you, I rely on this company. I use them for everything. I used them recently on my on my bee sting. I used my Chicago CBD uh, lotion, took the sting right out, took the heat out of this in the swelling out of it. And uh, it's just it's such a good company, man. Uh, I use my daily gummies, as you guys know. Uh, just sort of kind of evened me out before I'm on a broadcast. But I also use my nighttime gummies to conk me out and get good night's sleep. And boy, did I sleep like a rock last night. MyChicagoCBD.com, they even have products for your pets. If you've got dogs or cats that are getting a little bit older and their hair is not quite maybe as shiny, the coat's not as shiny, not as thick as it used to be, or maybe they're just sort of, uh, you know, gimping around from arthritis, MyChicagoCBD.com has an entire product line of pet products just for those uh, needs. And I'm telling you, it works. You're gonna provide a ton of relief to your animals. You're gonna notice that their, their hunger, their appetite returns. You're gonna notice their coat getting a lot shinier and thicker. And you're gonna notice that they're able to bounce around and play a little bit more like they did when they're younger. MyChicagoCBD.com, promo code DILLY, for 20% off, my God, they're still hooking you guys up, trying to overcome Biden's inflation nightmare. 20% off, promo code DILLY at MyChicagoCBD.com. Our other sponsor of the day, the incredible licorice guy. Everybody loves licorice. They do. It's just true. People love this stuff. And why wouldn't they? 
When you've got red licorice and you've got black licorice and cinnamon licorice, all traditional flavors, but then you add in blue raspberry licorice, you add in grape licorice, you add in chocolate licorice, and then you've got seasonal flavors such as green apple. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, those are a lot of flavors that a lot of companies wish they had. Licoriceguide.com has them all, and you can try them all by using the mix and match bundling on all your ginormous bundle orders. And I'm telling you guys, it's the season to be giving, and you're not going to make more friends than you will with licoriceguide.com giving away bags of licorice, whether it's at work, in your neighborhood, or down at your local fucking watering hole. Licoriceguide.com is the place to be for shopping for your licorice and getting your friends and family and everyone else hooked up for the holiday season. Promo code DILLY15 will get you 15% off. That's promo code DILLY15 for 15% off. Check them out today. Licorceguide.com. Woo! How are we today? You guys good? I'm good. I'm good. It's been an interesting 24 hours. It's an interesting 24 hours. It's like this thing where you're like, you're doing your thing and you're like, uh, I don't know. You just keep, you, you be yourself, right? That's what I do. I be myself. Because I don't know how to be anybody else. I don't know how to play the games. I can't play a game. I don't know how to play a game. I know how to be honest. I know how to be direct. I know how to be reasonable. I think that's one thing that I don't get a lot of credit for is how actually reasonable I am as an individual. I'm not like somebody where I'm just going to be a prick and then you're going to say something that makes sense and I'm going to blindly ignore you. I feel like I'm a pretty reasonable guy. And if you show me some respect and you show me some actual, you take the time to explain something, I'm a pretty reasonable human being. And that's actually the exchange I had this morning with Representative Matt Gates. I thought it was a reasonable, I, I could tell he took the time to respond and write something uh, intelligent, whether it was him or his staff. And, uh, and I think he understood my position. And I was like, all right, thanks. Do I love the response? No, not necessarily. Do, but do I appreciate at least getting some type of an answer publicly? Yeah, like that helps. That helps. That goes in the receipt bin. So we just go, okay, this is what you said on this fucking day. And this is what I said back to you. And this is what you said back to me. And we'll go, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Phantom says he's unreasonable. He's also lonely as shit. Sits in his backyard in his fucking flip-flops talking to his alligators. This motherfucker is over here like, I'm unreasonable. Ah! Sitting in the backyard lonely in a motherfucker in his sandals talking to his fucking, he names all of his gators. Those are his friends. He's like, tells the wife, oh, God, I'm going to go talk to my friends. She's like, uh-huh. Well, I'm going to go hang out with my friends for a couple hours, hon. He sits in the backyard fucking, doo -doo -doo -doo. he's talking to the gators. He loves him some gator. <laughs> I'm unreasonable. My only real friends are you, pet alligators. He loves his fucking gators, man. All right, so, uh, yeah, we're going to have a fun show today. We also got Q&A Friday. It should be good. should be good. Yeah, it should be good. Um, I got to say a couple of little things, a uh, couple updates, a couple of shout outs. First and foremost, uh, a happy birthday. Uh, hold on. I don't I want to use your real name. I want to use your uh, Duchess Nancy. And uh, she had a, a birthday yesterday. She's so sweet. She sends a card to me for her birthday with money for the show. I'm like, oh, honey, that's you're so sweet. So thank you for that. That was really uh, generous of you. Number one, it was a lot of money and it was really generous of you. And uh you know, happy birthday. Uh, you've been a part of this community a very long time, and we appreciate you. You've always been supportive. So, you know, very much appreciate that. I also have an update for everybody who is uh, going to the Miami 
Trump rally as a guest of mine. And many of you have already received emails. Many of you have not. Um, the update I got was that they will get a guest guidance the evening before the event with arrival information uh, the afternoon and evening of November 8th. So you don't need to keep emailing me and asking me. Um, you shouldn't probably see any correspondence until November 7th. And that's pretty standard um, as somebody who's been a VIP quite often for a number of different things. Uh, anything associated with the Secret Service or Team Trump is not going to give you a lot of heads up on details until the night before. That's for obvious reasons. So this isn't something that they really accommodate you with. And you just kind of have to live with it. So if you're making plans and you're going to go and you've got, uh, you know, you're going to get or you've, you've registered, you have proof of registration. Uh, what will probably happen is you're going to get emailed the day before with all of your information. Now, I hope that helps. I know it's a little bit. A lot of people are uncomfortable with that because you might be traveling far distances and I can't I, I, I don't have any pull here. Um, this is the way that Secret Service always does it. And uh it's just sort of the way it's going to always be. And you kind of have to get comfortable with short notice. Uh, that's one thing I've learned in this last year is it's like you get you get a notice like, you know, like when I went to President Trump's announcement, they were like two, three days before. They're like, hey, you want to come? I'm like, yes. They're like, okay, here's the information. I'm like, okay, I got to get a flight tomorrow. <laughs> but it, that's, that's the way it works. And that's how you keep uh, President Trump safe is by not giving adequate uh, heads up to people for planning different shit and so um there you guys go so if you're going to, to miami as a guest of mine there's a bunch of you go going i want to tell you a couple of things i'm hearing there's going to be some pretty pretty fucking rock star people there uh it's going to be a big it's going to be a big rally this is going to be one of those fucking it's going to be epic and i think there's going to be a ton of people down there having fun uh it should be lit i personally referred I think I'm sending like close to 20 VIPs. Like, can we really appreciate what that, like they gave us so I, it might be more than that for VIPs. And, and, and uh, that is, I mean, normally with stuff like that, like, oh, it's me and a friend and you're like, great. Um, they, team Trump has taken such good care of the Dilly show and all of our listeners. Uh, I think it's been, we've more than proven ourselves as a community, but also uh, they recognize that a lot of you, many of you, work on campaign stuff and and down at the polls and they just do a really good job i think they understand you guys are super loyal just like i'm super loyal to them and they try to reward you so yeah i don't think there's going to be anybody else there might be more than 20 of you i got so many re uh, responses and i sent out so many vip links uh that they eventually shut the they had to close it and then they're like hey i'll reopen it for you for another day and i was like okay and I jammed as many people through as I could. And then, bam, then it, we had to shut it again. Um, so there should be a lot of you there. Uh, I hope, you know, I'm not telling you what to wear. I hope that if you own some Dilly apparel, you'll wear it with your MAGA hat or whatever. Um, just because I want you guys to be able to identify each other when you see one another in VIP. VIP is not going to be ginormous. It's going to be like VIP. So uh, I'd really like it if... You know, all of the, you guys got to sit together. I think there's a strong possibility of that happening, uh, given that each um, code that's used is attributed to a certain person. So obviously, you all came in on VIP off of my code, uh, my link. And so I think they'll probably put you guys together. But uh, I will not be in attendance. I don't know if I made that clear yet. I can't make it. Uh, Rihanna and I have an anniversary trip planned. Uh, we leave on the 9th. So 
I, there's no way I could pull, pull it off. Uh, there's also not going to be a show next Wednesday. More than likely, uh, there's a, there will be no show next Wednesday as I am attending uh, with my beautiful wife a movie premiere for Dinesh D'Souza's new movie down at Mar-a-Lago. So we're traveling next Wednesday. There is no Dilly show. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday, first thing in the morning, and then we'll get home and I'll do that show and a recap of that movie premiere and share, you know, hopefully we'll have some pictures and different things I can share with you about that experience, but no Dilly show next Wednesday because we're going to be traveling to Mar-a-Lago. So that's a movie, that's a that's a red carpet night. So hopefully, I don't know if that's gonna be, I don't know if the red carpet is going to be, uh, you know, televised on RSBN or not, um, but it's pretty cool and it's something we've never done. And I told Rihanna, Let's just treat it like a date night, you know, because I, I don't know who's going to be there. I don't know who won't be there. Um, but, yeah, we're going to walk the red carpet and hopefully look nice. And, yeah. Yeah, so that should be good. So, yeah, the week – normally I would do the show from down in West Palm, um, but it's too tight of a schedule because of the airline tickets I bought. So that's why I don't think that I can do a show next Wednesday. I couldn't, I couldn't make the airline tickets work. Um, the, the, uh, red carpet for that is obviously in the evening for that event. So that's cool though. Right. I mean, it's fun. I don't know. Never done anything like this. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I have no idea how it's going to go. We'll, me and Randy are pretty like, uh, all right, all right, I guess we're, we're going on a movie premiere thing. So we'll check it out. Um, all right. So let's get into kind of what happened this morning. And I think it's, I think it's relevant because we got an answer on a, on a question that I asked. And I, and I tagged him. I, I mean, look, I'm a fucking pain in the ass. I know I'm a pain in the ass. Like, I know I'm a thorn in the ass of a lot of people because I am a little bit high energy and high pressure. Um, I think that a lot of the MAGA world is a, that are like upper echelon. You know, the people who, who've been accustomed to, to you know, not having the answer are starting to get used to my style. Um, and this was one, this is basically what happened this morning. So, uh, the first thing the new Speaker of the House did was give Israel our tax dollars. Then he followed it up with promising more money to Ukraine. People were demand, uh, demanding that we apologize to Matt Gates for underestimating him and giving us this guy. Congress gonna Congress. Well, Matt quote tweeted me, and I actually liked his answer. I'll, I'll kind of pull it up for you guys. So this is me sort of challenging him and the rest of them like, you guys are full of fucking shit. And, uh, and there were details that I didn't have, but I don't necessarily know that it changes my opinion, but at least he gave us an answer. So here we go. Matt Gates, he quote tweeted me and he says, we passed a ceremonial resolution supporting Israel this week. No money yet under Speaker Johnson, though it's coming. McCarthy wanted to lash Ukraine and Israel money together. Johnson says we will do them separate. That's not what Ukraine wanted. It took eight months under McCarthy before we passed one appropriation bill. Under Johnson, we passed our energy and water appropriations bill in one day. These are not the same. Wait and see on Ukraine. Don't forget that a majority of the, uh, of the majority is opposed to this in the Republican conference. I don't see Johnson rolling us with Democrats on Ukraine. Okay, so this is... What he said, he also went on to say, hold on, I'm going to show you guys. He wasn't done. Matt continued. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Um, 
Okay, I don't see Johnson rolling us with Democrats on Ukraine, but he is also very impressed with uh, Representative Mike Garcia's work product, putting conditions on Ukraine and demands on Biden. So this was his response to me. Um, so let's like talk about it a little bit because I love that he answered. I don't necessarily, when you when you get through the gobbledygook, it's still sort of, man, it's, it's, it's piss warm, okay? Um, ceremonial resolution supporting Israel this week. Okay, no money yet. Okay, so what that means is it was a formality and a show of, of, of solidarity with, with Israel, a.k.a. virtue signaling. Fine, I get it. You're politicians. Okay, no money yet. Okay, so you didn't technically give them money on this first go around, but you're going to give them money um, soon. All right. Well, that's still sort of the same fucking thing of I was critical about. All right, but fine. Okay. Uh, he says then about, uh, lashing Ukraine and Israel money together. Johnson says they want to do them separate. I don't have a problem with that. That's actually a really good thing. Uh, this is a, uh, you know, talking about appropriations bill. I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, this, obviously it's a good thing. If they're, if they're going to separate it out, I think all of America would like to know exactly how much Ukraine is getting and exactly how much Israel is getting rather than having it all lumped together. Okay. So then he talks about the energy and water appropriations bill. I won't pretend I know what that is about because I didn't read the water energy and appropriations bill. So, okay, fine. Um, you know, I, <sighs> It was a decent answer. I, I I think it wasn't it wasn't like something that's gonna blow your doors off. Um, he's talking about w putting conditions on Ukraine and demands on Biden. You know, I just don't want you to give him any more money. Okay, I just I I don't really care about your conditions and I don't care about your demands on Biden. I really don't want my money going to Ukraine, Matt. And, and so you gave us a. a a somewhat decent political answer. Uh, it was it was heavy on you know clarification, but it's all you did was clarify shit that I basically already knew. Which okay, fine, I was wrong. You ceremonially gave Israel money, but then you even you admitted you're going to be giving them money. There's no mention in here about the border. Uh, there's no mention in here about J6 tapes. Okay, fine, fine. Um, okay. I guess that's, you know, maybe, maybe you just forgot to mention it. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, I responded to Matt, um, as you'd expect. And look, you know, this, I'm always going to be me. I'm consistent no matter who I'm talking to. And I said, uh, thank you for clarifying. I will continue to be extremely skeptical and borderline an asshole until we see tangible legislation for everyday Americans. I'm sure you can appreciate my position after how MAGA voters have been treated by the party. And uh, Matt was actually pretty cool about it. He says, uh, he responded quickly and said, your terms are acceptable. So uh, what can I say? Representative Matt Gates giving me the green light to continue being a fucking asshole until they pass legislation uh, that uh, represents actually regular MAGA voters. Uh, not that I needed approval, but I, at least he understands where I'm coming from. So there you go. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, I, I there there it is. What I mean, I want to see the chat. What do you guys think? Uh, it's an answer. It's a clarification. Is it everything you hoped? Probably not. I think when you break it down, it 
kind of, it's like, okay, well, you know, it's like, well, technically, I mean, it feels a little like splitting hairs when you tell a guy, we did not give them money right away. We just said that we're going to give them money. Like you voted to promise to support them and give them money, but you didn't like allocate it yet. Okay, I guess, bro. Like, I don't know. Is that, I mean, is that kind of how it reads to you? Like when I read it, it's like it was ceremonial, but we are going to give them money. It's like, okay, so what are you doing here? Like you're splitting hairs with me because you don't want the meme team putting your face on a fucking a turd or something. Yeah, it just feels a little bit. It's a little bit of dancing. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I'm a really, and maybe this is why I'm annoying is, is I'm like, I press because I'm like, show me something. I'm just, none of this shit, it, 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 it doesn't impress you. That's not an, imp like that answer, while it was thoughtful, wasn't impressive. It wasn't like he came out and goes, look, man, that shit's all ceremonial. Don't worry about it. America first. We're going to get this border funding situated. We're going to fucking impeach Biden. That's what we're working on right now. And we're looking at cutting off all funds to Ukraine because they're Nazis. I mean, he didn't say any of that. And he didn't say any of that. And also, you guys, don't remember, he didn't respond to me because he's like, oh, I'm a statesman and I owe this guy an answer. The only reason he responded is because he knows what the meme team will do if, he get, if we get fucking, uh, essentially, if we feel like we're getting shafted. Like, I, I don't think this was because he's like, oh, good question, Brendan. I think he was more like, oh, fuck, not this guy. I got to keep this guy fucking from, from coming for me. I, so I don't, like, that answer still is an America first. That, that wasn't an America first answer where he goes, hey man, I know you're concerned about the J6 tapes. I know you're concerned about impeaching Biden. I know you're concerned about impeaching Mayorkas. I know you're concerned about the border and, and inflation. It was just sort of like, hey, don't worry. You know, we didn't give the Israelis the money yet. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I, I respect that he took the time to respond I think it was lukewarm. It was a lukewarm reply. It was a congressional lawyer reply. So, yeah. I think it's, I mean, whatever. Uh, the only thing that actually was reasonable, and, and like, you know what's funny is I think this reply was more impressive than the first one. Like, this was probably a more a more reasonable reply than the first one. Like the first one was kind of, I don't know, it was sort of just lawyer speak for, you know, sort of splitting hairs over what I just said. But this one is like, okay, this dude's gonna fucking come for me if we don't perform. You guys have to understand something. Like the politics of what you're looking at the Dilly meme team just destroyed the most popular governor Florida ever had. Now, obviously, President Trump was leading that charge. Nobody is deluded enough to think that we did that shit on our own. President Trump led the charge on destroying Meatball DeSantis, 1,000%. But the Dilly meme team played a significant role in ending that motherfucker's gubernatorial uh, run and presidential run. And if the rumors are true that Matt Gates wants to be the future governor of Florida, it really is in his best interest to continue to have respectful, transparent, and direct dialogue with me and the team. 
I'm not saying that to be like some fucking blowhard. I'm just saying we want real answers with real fucking tangible, uh, actual, you know, legislation. And, you know, everything else, it, all the talking is kind of, you know, bullshit. We want to see the legislation. Let me see the fucking actual policies you're enacting and changing and voting on. But if he's running for governor, he knows damn well what we could do. He knows. And I think that that's part of it. I think it's like, hey, you know, like, um, and he knows I don't like his staff. Uh, that fucking one guy, whatever his name is, Juan, Juan Valdez or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, you know, I don't like, I don't like that fucking guy. Uh, and, and, you know, he's one of the senior people over there with Gates. He probably is the one who responded to me on Twitter, to be honest with you. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. The one thing that I give Matt credit for is Matt engages the voters like in dialogue, he'll go into Twitter spaces. He'll engage you on social media with an answer. It doesn't mean you're gonna get the answer you want, but I at least can respect the fact that he doesn't duck or pretend he didn't see your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I at least can, I can respect that. Now he understands where we're, we stand on the whole thing. We want action. We want performance. Um, in order for Donald Trump to get what he's going to need in his fir- his next term. We need Congress to stay Republican-led. And given how completely useless they've been in 2023, I don't think we're going to do it. I don't think we can keep the House. If the results that the Republicans have produced in 2023 are anything like what they're going to do in 2024, we will not be able to keep the House. We're barely holding on to a fucking lead as it is. Um... This Republican Congress, if they want to really give Donald Trump the weapons necessary legislatively to totally save America, they better start pulling fucking wins out of their ass the next 14 months. And I mean that. They've got to start really, really, really pulling some wins out of their ass. They've got to inspire uh, Republicans to vote for them, and they need to inspire independent voters to believe that the Republican-led Congress under Trump will be uh, world-changing. If they can't, what they're going to do is hand the Congress right back to the Democrats, and then we're going to have a whole shitload of problems. They're going e- to immediately try to impeach Trump. Like, we already know what's coming. So you either hold the House, or you win the Senate, or you do both, and we have a supermajority and MAGA is the uh, the primary per, you know, people, or you're going to be dealing with the exact same shit we had to deal with the last time. So that's where I'm at on it. Um, I think this guy better, you better start working some miracles. And because I promise you, if you don't think that we'll work against uh, somebody running for governor who was all lip service bullshit as a congressman. If you don't think we won't fucking deploy everything we've got in us uh, in 2026 to fuck that shit up, you are dead wrong. We're not, I don't know who's going to be your primary challenger, but I'll guess it's going to be somebody really good. And uh, you won't make it out of the fucking primary uh, if you don't start performing the next two to four years. Just That's just the truth. It's just like, you better start doing something uh, that's actual tangible. Okay, we're not about that. We're not about that RD life, bro. It's about America first. And that's a whole different mindset. And I'm not impressed by any of these people. I'm not 
None of these people, I don't fucking ask them for selfies and shit with, with uh, Congress, you know, congressional members and Senate, because fuck you. You know, if you want to ask me for a picture, that's one thing, but I ain't fucking asking staffers and other fucking, uh, you know, politicians for pictures. The only politician I ever, there's only two people I've asked for a fucking picture in the last year. Donald Trump and Carrie Lake. That's it. Everybody else, any other pictures you saw of me was them wanting to take pictures of me, okay? But I'm just telling you, these people, um, you know, I'm rooting for them. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not, I don't have a uh, adversarial um, attitude towards them. You know, and it's not personal. I don't even know the fucking guy. He actually seems kind of nice. But put up or shut up. And until you put up, I don't really want to hear from you. I don't want to hear about what your plans are or what, you know, oh, well, the, I don't want, if you have to like sort of split hairs with me over like minutia, you're not putting up wins, bro. Like you should be able to point at the scoreboard and go, yeah, what's that right there? That's a tax cut, motherfucker. Oh, that's an impeached Mayorkas at the border. We're going to save the border. Oh, oh, that's Biden. He's fucking on trial. Like if you can't point at a, an obvious and very simplistic victory, then shut the fuck up. I mean, I, I understand why you responded and, and, you know, it's a respectful thing, but you didn't put up a vic. It wasn't like you dunked on me. It was like, it was like, oh boy, yeah, take that dilly. It was like, no, I think you just sort of confirmed you're going to be giving them money. And then you're like, you're going to put conditions on Ukraine? Like what? Like what? Well, you're going to tell the Nazis in Ukraine what exactly? Don't exterminate these people this time. Keep it under this number. I mean, what are we really talking about here? Why the fuck would I give another dollar to Ukraine? So there you go. That's just kind of, like I said, I, I, I feel like it was a fair reply. I don't, I'm not impressed by it, but I appreciate the effort. It's about as far as I'll go with that. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, who knows? Laura Loomer ain't getting no replies either. Quote tweeting and dunking on Laura all day because, uh, I don't know. They, they don't like having to deal with her. She asks better questions than I even ask because she, she does a hell of a lot more research on these subjects, but I digress. All right. Um, <laughs> let's talk some more politics here couple of things I got an update on, and I didn't know this. <clears throat> Dude, they still didn't catch that guy in Maine that shot all those people. Like, shouldn't this be like the front page of every news story? Why isn't this like a bigger story? Can anybody explain to me why this isn't like more? Like when we had the Boston bomber, they like locked down all of Boston. It was this huge story all across America. This dude smoked 18 people and hurt a bunch of other people. And it's like, oh yeah, he's still on the loose. I mean, do they have an idea of where they're at or like, I don't really understand why there's been so little coverage about, or, or it's, it just seems like it's not been a priority. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I don't really, I, I don't understand it. And I thought, like, and I haven't been following the story because I generally don't follow those stories, right? Like, it's not really my thing. And, uh, oh, God, Randy. Randy sat and used my fucking computer again. <sighs> Rihanna. Oh, my God, she's fired. I'm firing the wife. I'm buying her a computer this weekend. She's never touching my computer again. I can't even get into my fucking shit now. That's just great. That's just, I can't even get into my shit. 
Wonderful. Great job, babe. It logged me out again, Rihanna. You're never using my computer again, ever. I'm changing the password. You're never logging in again. I can't get into my shit. She doesn't realize, okay, let me explain something to your wife. When you get on my computer and you log in to certain shit, it automatically logs me out of other shit. You, you did too use it. What do you mean you didn't use it? I saw the ProtonMail account opened on it. You were using it. Every fucking time. She sits down, she logs into ProtonMail, and then this fucking computer, out of security, logs me out of all my Gmail shit. Yes, you did. I opened it. It was. It's Now I'm logged out. I'm logged out, and I can't log back in. Never using my computer again. You don't come in this side of the desk. I will... I'm changing the locks. I'm changing the locks in the office. Yes, you did. I had to close your tab, honey. I had to close your tab. It was already logged in. <laughs> All right. It, you can't sit here no more. It's, it's, it's over. She says she didn't log in or out of anything. I didn't touch it. Unfortunately, babe, you are batting a thousand Every single time you sit here, it fucks up. Randy, denying will not save you on this one. Oh, fuck. This is such a pain in the ass to deal with. <clears throat> Can't even look at it. All right, whatever. Great. It's no big deal. It's not like I'm on a show. All right, let's get back to this guy. So here's what's weird about this, all right? I didn't know this other part of this. And, and it, please tell me you guys knew this detail. So Robert Card, okay, recently started wearing a hearing aid before mass shooting that killed members of the deaf community? What? Was this in the original? I'm serious, was this in the original story? Is this in the original story? Did you guys know that he went and was targeting the deaf community? Can you think of a more weird sort of like sub community to be targeting for a shooting? Yeah, for mass shooting that killed members of the deaf community. What? Yeah, did you see this? This is the real headline. And I was like, wait, what? I, why would, so he, he, okay. So he recently started wearing hearing aids cause his, his hearing is bad. And then he was like, man, I'm going to go kill a bunch of other people that can't hear very well. I heard he was a, he was a sleeper cell from the blind community. I'm just kidding. That's it's probably too soon. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense though. It doesn't make any sense to me. I just, I don't, I don't get this. I, I don't know. I thought that was a weird headline. Had you guys heard at all that that was the case? Am I the only one that was like, wait, 
Because first they said there was like 22 people dead, and then it was actually 18. I was like, okay. So there's a few people, you know, thankful, thankfully that's a good thing to have wrong. I have never heard up until today that the headline that he was targeting people who were deaf. I'd never heard that. I'd never heard that it was like, oh, he just went after a bunch of deaf people. He was hearing voices through his earpiece. Fuck. Yeah, the voices in my head were telling me to do it. Yeah? Whose voice was on the other end? I don't know. I think it was, it was some agent from the FBI. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't even know what to say. This this. anytime the media stops covering a story as bad as this one. The only other one that I remember where they did this with was Las Vegas. Like that's the part that's kind of like, there's some strange similarities because on the Las Vegas shooting, it was the same thing. It was like biggest mass shooting in American history. And within days it was gone. And the U S government still to this day, doesn't even do like a vigil or anything every year. Like, oh, we lost the lives of fucking X-Men. Well, there's like 400 plus people shot, you know, fucking 80 people killed. And we don't even acknowledge it every year. And that's the last one that I remember where it was like, like Vegas was the last one that I remember them just going, yep, a bunch of people died next. And what's weird about this one is it should be hella juicy, like, He's still out there. Be a, like when they had that illegal immigrant in Pennsylvania, he killed one lady and it was front page news every morning until they caught him. Like, like this is strange. Two, three weeks ago, we have a Pennsylvania illegal immigrant that murders his girlfriend, goes on the run, and literally it led every station 24 hours up until the moment he was caught. This guy smokes 18 people plus a bunch of other people and he can't even get the lead story and he's still on the run. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. I, I don't know how it's not a big, like he killed 18 people. He's a trained fucking military man with a trained like background in firearms as an instructor and he still has his weapons and this isn't a bigger story. Rambo's still on the loose. Right? Like one of them was some fucking tiny little piece of shit illegal immigrant that murdered his girlfriend. And the other one is literally fucking deaf Rambo. And he still has the firearms that he started with. And this isn't like a big deal. I, I can't even explain that. I mean... It kind of makes me think he got away. Yeah, they're still urging people to still still alter uh, shelter in place, but dude, did he get away? Like it feels like he's he got away, and maybe that's what they don't want to tell you. I don't know. All I know is Rambo is on the loose. He still has weapons. The media doesn't seem to give a shit. I don't know. Weird fucking story. Weird, weird story. All right. <clears throat> Strange times. Um, yeah. All right. 
Uh, also, we had a nice little exchange yesterday. This is fun. This is also, you know, this is sad. This is the, the country we live in now. And uh, that is uh, yesterday, uh, Bob Kennedy Jr. Or a.k.a. Bobby, a.k.a. Bobbert Kennedy Jr., a.k.a. Hunter Kennedy Jr. Uh, he was really upset. He was really shaken. He hasn't been able to get a lot of press lately because he's been stumping for really stupid fucking ideas. So he thought he'd try this one on, which was yesterday an intruder climbed the fence at my home and was arrested. And after being released from police custody later in the day, he immediately returned to my home and was arrested again. And, uh, you know, I uh, obviously had questions. Right. Did he have a hammer too? Look, I'm not saying this didn't happen. It probably did. I'm just saying he was probably there for scoring some dope. You know what I mean? Or maybe getting some head. So I don't know what Bobbert was doing. Um, but it was kind of funny. I'm like, this is what you put out. Like, you're kind of just, he's trying to get more. You know what I mean? It's like you want more people to come to your house. Is that what you're doing? Like, I feel like his wife walked in and he was doing shit he wasn't supposed to be. Oh, my God, you're a criminal. You shouldn't be in here. Get your penis away from my mouth. <laughs> I don't know, dude. All I know is this guy's fucking campaign is floundering and it's funny as shit. Uh, and now he's making up stories on the Internet. So you could be like, yeah, this fucking they're scared. The establishment's scared of me. Dude, look at Bob. All right. When your entire base are people who either do drugs or used to do drugs and see you as some kind of fucking uh, champion of uh, politics because you overcame 14 years of crystal meth usage. I mean, who'd you think was coming to your shitty speeches, bud? It wasn't some sensible fucking non-drug using American that's like, I want to make America great again. No, you got a bunch of weird fucks that are like, dude, I'm just trying to be like you. Six days sober. I haven't sucked a cock for drugs in like three weeks. Like, what do you think your fucking base is, dude? This is exactly on brand. That dude wasn't even at your house to harm you. He was there to get high and hang out. Thought it was okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, dude. It's just kind of funny to me. It's just like, oh, man, we're totally going to put Bob, Bobbert Kennedy in the White House, man. Have you heard his vax plan? Oh, yeah, he's totally against it unless you're coming to a Christmas party and his wife makes you get vaxxed out in the parking lot before you can come in the house. Really? This guy is like the, the guy, right? Man, he's totally for guns unless, of course, they want to take your guns. And then he'll sign it. That's his exact words, by the way. If if Congress and the Senate come together to uh, take your guns from you, I'll sign the bill. That's what he said. Exact words. Who would break into my house? Your own supporters, you fucking goon. Your own supporters are who would break into your house. Bro put himself out there and all those fucking uh, dealers who he owes money to started showing up. They're like, hey, that's that fucking guy that stiffed me out of that money for that crystal meth in 1995. I want my money. I want my money back. Like, who do you think is breaking into your house, bro? Not only that, you live in Southern California, you fucking goon. People breaking into your house, he was probably trying to move in knowing you wouldn't be able to evict him. <laughs> what a fucking dork. 
Dorks, dorks everywhere. Pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I also got this news story. I don't even want to talk about it, but I have to. I'm upset that I have to, but I, you know, I don't want to talk about it. This is the stuff that you don't want to see under Biden. This is when the news becomes not fake anymore. And it's upsetting because it's going to cost Americans their lives. But this government doesn't give a shit. We're all disposable and interchangeable as far as they're concerned. Well, Jennifer, this sounds like huge news. Sean, we can report um, based on senior military sources that U.S. warplanes have carried out airstrikes tonight inside Syria against Iranian proxy forces. We don't know the number of strikes. God damn, Eminem uh, looks We were rough. told earlier today that to expect that perhaps uh, F-15s and F-16s would be involved in the airstrikes, but we don't have confirmation yet how, about how many warplanes. But those strikes have been carried out, I'm told. Uh, it is in response to the more than dozen strikes against U.S. bases. Uh, the message is a clear message designed uh, to Iran and its proxy forces to stop carrying out these uh, drone and rocket attacks against U.S. bases. Um, but I'm told that the planes have safely left the area and that the airstrikes uh, are complete at this time. Um, they were uh, targeting multiple locations inside Syria and Iran Iranian proxy forces, Sean. Okay, thank you, Eminem. Appreciate that. Looking like shit. Looking absolutely horrendous, but that's cool. Whatever you got to do, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, so that's just great. We're ramping things up. Um, I mean, obviously, that should be scaring the shit out of most of you. We don't want to see our service members having to go overseas for this for this shit at all. <sighs> Fucking Joe. All right. I'm trying to log back into my account that Randy logged me out of you guys. Oh my god, I'm back in. Okay, thank you. Fuck, finally. Jesus. This fucking lady. All right, there we go. Sorry I left Eminem up on the screen a little too long. Anyway, Joe's doing what he does, fucking things up in a way that you can't even begin to imagine. You got to just fucking appreciate his uh, ability to fuck things up. I accept your apology, Randy. I love you. You're beautiful. Oh, fuck. What's this? Oh, some I got some clips in here I got to play for you guys. I mean, I can't yet, but like when I play them, you're going to laugh your balls off. Mostly because they're memes. But first, let's take care of a little more MAGA Commerce. with type 2 diabetes are excited about the potential of once weekly Ozempic. 
That's right, Ozempic. Oh, wait, no. I mean, myamericanamarketplace.com. You know you love it. You love it. Why do you love it? Myamericanamarketplace.com. Did you know that the beloved Spygate playing cards are part of a whole gigantic store? It's My Americana Marketplace. Here you'll find your favorite red pilling cards along with more very giftable classic Americana items such as signs and flags and adorable home decor. All made in the USA. It's almost like walking through a Cracker Barrel store, but way better. That's, that's nice because those places are crowded. With November just days away, you can prepare and get into the holiday spirit at myamericanamarketplace.com. That's right. Christmas items are now available and you can get 10% off everything, even sale items and Christmas items with promo code DILLY. Remember, the Spygate playing cards make great stocking stuffers. Just saying. MyAmericanaMarketplace.com. Promo code Dilly for 10% off. That's promo code Dilly for 10% off. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get ready to All right. Now I look down at my chat, and what do I see? Want to? You guys want to see something really funny? Watch this. We're about to teach a lesson right now in uh, Dilly giveth and Dilly taketh. Watch this. This will be funny. Just bear with me, folks. What we're gonna do here? As I scroll, we're gonna go here. We're gonna we're gonna add a new moderator to the D Live chat. And the reason you add the new moderator is because you're removing the old moderator. See how we just did that? How does that, now what's that look like? Because that person better be really fucking careful because he talks too much shit. Oh, what happened, bud? Oh, what happened? Oh, I just gave your wife the penis, didn't I? She's now got the pants and the penis in the house. Uh-oh, Hogman, no longer a moderator on DLive. Instead, we have given that fucking, uh, that to his wife, Harley Chick. So everybody pay attention because this is what happens when you talk too much shit. So now Harley Chick will decide if Hogman's comments are acceptable and if he maybe needs a five minute timeout to think about the shit he's talking. But we have now anointed Harley as a new moderator on DLive. Hogman now back to just being a fucking goon on DLive. Yeah, so congratulations, Harley. You are now officially a moderator on the DLive chat. And uh, I hope this makes your uh, fucking household extremely awkward. And uh, you can thank your uh, dipshit husband for that one. So there you go. There you go. Good job, buddy. Good job. Whoopsie. She muted him. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened, buddy. I don't know what happened. I don't know, dude. It's like talk, tossing her the fucking keys to his rig. Like, here you go. You got a new car, new fucking. Hey, why don't you drive that sweet, sweet fucking uh, motorcycle now? It's yours. Enjoy. And he's just like, no. Huh? <laughs> this is the best part about having a wonderful couple in your chat is that you get to be like, oh, okay. There you go. That's fine. Harley chick, why don't you head on down? You've got some you got some cars to work on today. 
You got to bring home the bacon, okay? And Hogman can do some laundry. It'll be great. It's going to go good. I'm sure it'll go perfectly fine. He can do some laundry, maybe scrub some countertops. Huh? Huh? It's getting to be holidays, right? Might have to work on some, some school projects with the kiddo. Hmm? Maybe make some gingerbread houses. Hog, you could use super glue and whatnot. It'll be good. Yeah, it's good. I even gave that guy news uh, to start the show, and he still was critical of me. Hey, he was talking shit. He didn't like. He was trying to make fun of my beard vet hat, which was really an odd thing to pick on. But that's okay. It's fine. She fucking. I can't believe she. She muted him right out the gate. She's like, "Dit." Oh, <laughs> uh, what's for dinner, Hog? Are you cooking tonight? Hmm. Yeah. Hog. She's gonna go hunting. She's got to do some things. You could maybe boil carrots or something. All right. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got? Oh, this was a fun thing that happened last night. For those who are unaware, President Trump had a fundraiser last night. And uh, as we mentioned on this show, a lot of the big money had been sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what happened with DeSantis. Well, we got that answer. And the answer is they're all back off the sidelines at, at uh, Mar-a-Lago last night. $6 million raised last night during Trump's fundraiser. One dinner. One dinner. There you go. There you go. One dinner. Six milli brought in last night. He is getting it done. Look at him. Look at him having a good old time. And while he was doing this, well, Meatball DeSantis, he's out there still. And Meatball, he also was doing uh, some, some fundraising last night. Little little television, if you will. You guys are crisscrossing the country right now. You both grew up in <laughs> small town, blue collar communities. I mean, how different is the experience for your kids right now <laughs> than the experience for you two when you grew up? <laughs> this is the stupidest, this is the stupidest, funniest fucking meme I've ever seen in my life. This is the stupidest, most simplistic fucking thing I've ever seen. And <laughs> Stupidest fucking thing. It's absolutely amazing. This shit had me fucking... <laughs> oh, no. That shit had me rolling. Oh, that shit had me fucking rolling. Oh, my God. I love it. This thing is so ridiculous. And it's so fucking funny. Oh, Devil Dog, you're a fool for this one. Oh, my... <laughs> This is so fucking ridiculous. This is so... <laughs> Just soak it in, everybody. This fucking Eddie Munster-looking-ass bitch. <laughs> People are watching this and didn't know it was a fucking meme. Which makes it like a million times funner, funnier. It's like there's no fucking changing of the audio. He modified nothing. He just <laughs> snuck it in there. And everybody was like, oh, that's totally normal, right? Like, that's totally normal. Oh. All right. We gave uh, Hogman his moderator fucking tools back. You're welcome, Hog. I know. We're not going to be too mean on a Friday. We gave Hoggy his axe back. But we're leaving Harley uh, in place, just in case. We're going to leave Harley in place, just in case. Yeah. Harley says she didn't mute you. 
Okay, somebody else muted the hog, but that's okay. We gave you your moderator fucking, uh, you gave him his axe back. Dude, is, hold on. I want to zoom in on this. This is fucking hilarious. Dude, just, I'm sorry. Hold on. Both their fucking faces are amazing. Look at this. Are crisscrossing the country right now. You both grew up in small town blue collar communities. Oh my Maybe god. How different is the experience for your kids right oh. now than the experience for you? <laughs> oh fuck. Oh. Oh my god, the likeness is unfucking canny. It's unfucking canny. Look at this. It's the same, dude. It's the same. It's totally the same. Look at this. crossing the country right now. You both grew up in small town blue collar communities. I mean, how different is this for your kids right now than the experience for you two when you grew up? Oh, fuck. It's exactly the same, dude. Devil Dog, you're a fool for that one, bro. <laughs> oh, shout out to California for the incredible Stone Double Pilots rendition. Meatball edition. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, my God. Fucking Eddie Munster DeSantis. Oh, she's going to be so fucking mad. That one needs to be just... All we need to do is just saturate her replies with screenshots of that fucking meme. That shit's so funny. What else did you make? Dude, I swear to God, all of a sudden, Devil Dog's on a heater with the DeSantis family. Smack it. Harder. Hit it. Do you want to go to the bedroom? We can take it slow. Y'all are wrong for what you're making here. I mean, some of these are just really disgusting. I, this is, uh, you know, 
These are fun. And then and then you get to the Hugh White and fucking Machiavelli memes, which, by the way, team uh, Dilly meme team, can we just agree that Hugh and uh, Mac are not allowed to work together unless there's an adult present? Like, I think that's probably a good idea. Okay. I don't think that Hugh White and Machiavelli should be allowed to work together on a meme unless there's an actual supervising adult because you guys are going to end up with all kinds of shit. There's a lot here to be excited about. I think this could be very positive for our society and economy. Yeah, this is, this is just, what, come on, fellas. Uh, come on, this isn't even, we're not even making fun of her, her fucking widow's peak or any Munster appearance. Instead, you got this. I mean, really? Jesus Christ. This is what we, this is what you guys come up with. Like, dude, you know what we should do? Let's make it look like she's going to get gangbanged by a bunch of black guys. Like, <laughs> dude, okay, guys, thank you. <laughs> this is uh, slightly offensive. <laughs> I mean, this is what we get. Like, these two get together and they're like, Casey the plug. Ah, oh, Casey the plug. There you go. That's a lot of fun. Enjoy yourself, bitch. Good Lord, Casting Couch Casey. Oh, the nicknames just write themselves, don't they? You just write, they, they write themselves. Oh, this is, what is inferred here? I don't know. Something crazy is going to go down. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You guys really have, and then, and then a man after my own heart, my very own Ramble Rants, decided to do Requiem for a DeSantis. fucking meatball listen i'm gonna ask a question all right and my only question is this was desantis anywhere near maine two days ago <laughs> where was desantis on wednesday was he anywhere in the proximity of maine i'm just i'm asking it's a re i just want to rule him out i want to rule him out i'm not saying he did anything i'm saying you are not a suspect but we want to make sure you don't become one either Okay, 
I just want to make sure you don't become one. I'm just saying, he did, dude. Have I ever made a look like any of that? You guys have been watching me thousands of hours for years. Have I ever made a look like that? Like just completely off my fucking just like I could, I don't even know if I could Im imitate the level of depravity in that dude's fucking eyes. That is creepy as fuck. All right. What do I got here? What's this? I downloaded something. I don't even know what this is. Is this something to do with my friend Owen Schroyer? Sometimes I just grab shit because that's what people are like. Oh, here, Brendan, you should play this. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what this is. I didn't get to preview it. Let's see what this is. Let's just have, let's form an opinion on some shit. We have no idea what it is. See, this is why I love the oh, show Laura. because people give me tips as well. It's an activist show, Loomer Unleashed, right? And so I didn't know this, Will, until you uh, let me know about this. So we should have, uh, we should have the writers to uh, write this up. It's a really interesting story. You, I would recommend that everybody call Mike Johnson's office and demand that if he really is MAGA, why doesn't he try to negotiate the release of Owen Troyer, who's being held in FCI Oakdale prison? Can you hear me, Will? Yes, I can. That and also the new governor. That is actually a very there. good point. I cannot believe that. Because I, I, I was assuming that they were just going to send Owen to prison in, um, in, um, in, in Texas. But yes, you're absolutely right. Oakdale, I'm going to write this down and look into this tomorrow. I think Mike Johnson and, should do uh, that. The, the governor there is very MAGA friendly too. Evidently, he's a new uh, Republican governor that was uh, what I believe the Attorney General. Well, that'd be really great if we could get Owen Schroyer out of jail. Mike Johnson. Let's see if Mike Johnson will issue a statement about Infowars host Owen Schroyer. Is that going to be too controversial? Is that going to be his office tomorrow, guys? Two zero two 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 five two seven 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 and tell him to issue a statement demanding the release of Owen Schroyer. I think that's a great idea. I love it. I love it. I love Laura Loomer. Some people don't know what to do when they get fame and clout. Laura Loomer knew. You do good. You, you take whatever you've got and you immediately see if you can start changing the world. A lot of people misunderstand Laura Loomer. You're missing the brilliance of what she's doing. I appreciate it. The fact that her show just started like this week or last week, it's a brand new show. And right out the gate, she's like, let's see if we can get Owen Schroyer out of prison by leveraging our power over the House, uh, Speaker of the House. Why not? Like, why not? It. This is so different than what so many other people do when they finally get some fame or they get a little like clout and you know Loomer's been around a very long time and she was silenced for many years and she's come back with a vengeance and she is a friend of mine I'm full disclosure I'm friends with Laura Loomer personally my wife is friends with Laura Loomer personally she's a very nice person she's a she's a riot she's really funny um she's exactly the same way she is on on pretty much in public like whatever you guys see is how she is privately and she's a neat lady but She's going to make you uncomfortable because she's going to always press. Like, Loomer's, it, Loomer is all gas, no break. And her being all gas, no break on that particular topic, that's a great one. That's a really great, re like, what a great fucking idea. Yo, let's piggyback off of that. Did you guys get the phone number? Can anybody give me that phone number? I'm going to read it off real quick. The phone number to call 
Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson's office, and let's pressure him along with Laura Loomer's audience and see if we can't get uh, him to take action to get Owen Schroyer out of prison. I'm down for that. That's a good-ass fucking idea. I did, you know what? I wish I would have thought of it. I'm glad I got the clip, though. It looks like this happened last night on Loomer's show. Let's, let's do the same thing. Why not? We can do the same exact fucking thing. What's the phone number? Let me get the phone number. I think Trev had it. Magical Trevor's like calling him right now. Yeah, everybody should call. 100%. Do I need to play the clip again so we can get the phone number? It kind of went fast. The phone number went really quick. Let me see if anybody over on Rumble's got it. Okay, so Rumble, it looks like, has the number. Is that the right number right there? All right, Trev says the phone number is 202-225-2777. I repeat, 202-225. 2777. And you're going to request that the Speaker of the House take action in his home state of Louisiana to get Owen Schroyer out of prison. That's the action we're going to take right now. Let's do it. I can call it on the air. You guys want to call on the air? Let's see what happens when we call. Why not? Fuck it. It's my show. I can do what I want. 202-225-2777. I'm sorry. Extension number 67035. Didn't answer. You've reached the voicemail of Honorable M. Johnson Main Line 2. Please leave a message. Yeah, this message is for Speaker Johnson. Uh, this is Brendan Dilly of The Dilly Show. I'm calling you live on the air right now. Uh, we got the great idea from uh, Laura Loomer to give you a call and ask you to do whatever you can in your home state of Louisiana to get Owen Schroyer, who is being uh, is a political prisoner of the Biden uh, administration and the Democrats, out of prison in Louisiana and get him back home to his family in Texas. Uh, You can uh, give me a call back uh, at this number, which I'm not going to read out on the air, but, uh, or you can just reach out to me at thedillyshow at gmail.com. That's thedillyshow at gmail.com. You could also just slide in my DMs on Twitter, but either way, I hope to see you do something immediately about uh, the incarceration of Owen Schroyer in the state of Louisiana, given that you are now the Speaker of the House and from Louisiana. Thanks. All right, there we go about as good as I'm going to be able to do right now. <clears throat> it's about as good as I'm going to be able to do right now, but why not? Fuck these people. Put up or shut up. No more talk. Do something. Show MAGA you actually give a shit. Owen Schroyer never did anything wrong. Owen was speaking on a megaphone. No fucking way you should be in jail.
There you go. It's probably going to forward you guys to voicemail just like it did to me, but everybody call. Make sure you can reference me, reference Laura Loomer. Say, hey, we're all, at, we're wondering. We want to know what you're doing, given that you're from Louisiana and you've got somebody who's a political prisoner in a Louisiana federal prison for free speech. We'll see. We'll see. And now who's responsible for January 6th? There's nobody in our government more responsible for January 6th than this fucking bitch. Just so you know. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. Nobody is above the law. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. Nobody is above the law. No one 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 is above the law. The law. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Thank you, Phantom Shadow. I would just like to point out that that fucking douchebag that pulled the uh, fire alarm admitted yesterday that when he negotiated with the district attorney in D.C., that as long as he paid the restitution, which is like a thousand bucks, they would expunge the misdemeanor from his permanent record. That's how easy it was. I'll pay the fine and you remove this like it never happened on my personal record. Unfucking believable. What a country, huh? What a fucking country. What's this? You guys are Christmas <laughs> in the country right now. <laughs> you both grew up in small town blue collar communities. I mean, how different is the experience for your kids right now than the experience for you two when you grew up? <laughs> All right, sorry. that I actually didn't have anything else to add. I just really wanted to play that again because it was really stupid and funny. Oh, my God. All right. Laura Loomer still doing more work. Exclusive. I have identified the woman who was caught on video ripping down flyers in New York City of the missing American and uh, Israeli hostages who were kidnapped by Hamas as 23-year-old Allison Wortham. She works as a group and advanced sales operation assistant. Okay. I'm not going to. I didn't get the rest of this fucking thing. So let's see who she is. We'll just go ahead. A group and advanced sales operations assistant for the Metropolitan Museum of Art. There she is. There's the woman who was ripping down missing Israeli posters on the Upper East Side. Um, this little fucking terrorist uh, didn't think she was ever going to get identified. She has now been uh, loomered. She's been now loomered. And uh, God, what an embarrassment. Can't imagine, dude. If I if I raised one of these little fuckheads, I'd I'd literally insist they change their last name. I'd be like, you can't have my last name, you little piece of shit. You're never gonna go out there into the world and destroy my good name because you're retarded. That's how I feel about that. I got a video. What's this? I got more video. I don't remember what I grabbed it for. Let's see. Maybe it'll be a meme. And go. point of that 
Was that just to show how little he is or something? Did I miss the point of that meme? What was that meme? Who made that? Which one of you made that meme and what's the point? Why was it only 15 seconds and why is it just people walking? <laughs> is no one going to tell me? Just because it's a clown show? That's it? That's the whole point? Yeah, I know it's Benny Hill. I know that. That's not the point, though. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's the Benny Hill, like... Listen to me. If you're going to play Benny Hill... If you're fucking making Benny Hill memes, you need to fucking run them longer. Yeah, that's a fucking... That's a 45-second looped meme. Yeah, you do a you do a forty five second. You don't use look. This is a fucking rule of meaning. You don't use Benny Hill music unless you're gonna overplay it and annoy the shit out of the audience. Everybody knows that. This is like it's like right up there towards the top of it. Top fucking three rules of meme memeing is if I use me fucking Benny Hill music, it must be played for a prolonged and annoying amount of time, and it's. And you just keep going. Like, it just keeps looping. <whistles> no? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, there's that. Everyone has a short attention span. So I'm guessing that Mo made that. Mo, that's the point. That's why it's funny. That's the troll is making... When you have an audience full of a short attention span, people... You make them sit through shit that they don't want to sit through, and that's the troll. Like, like, that's literally the, that's the joke. Like, that's the joke is you all can't handle more than about 12 seconds of something, and I'm going to make you watch it for like a minute. And they're like, fuck, and it's just like, and it just keeps going. That's the... <laughs> oh, all right. That was a little education in memeing. What else do we got here? Oh, this should be good. Now, I'm deleting that Hugh White and Machiavelli memes. That was, the inference was disgusting. Disgusting and offensive and disgusting. Let's see what Dre fans are made. Um, and people just don't understand how much like my boyfriend has done for me. For example, the other day I was, I was at the grocery store um, and I was trying trying to buy orange juice. The container said to concentrate, and so I did. I, nothing happened, um, and I was really confused by this, but my boyfriend, um, uh, worried about me, found me with my iPhone locator many hours later and was able to pull me away from the shelf. He's really something special. <laughs> okay. All right, that's solid, Dre. See, that's a solid troll right there. That's solid. That's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid and hella funny. <laughs> oh, you'll love to see it. Okay. All right. We're we're almost yeah, we're 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 about out of retarded fucking uh memes. That was a that was a good one. Let's go to some actual news because I know we uh you know we're jumping around a little bit today, but let's jump around on this. Um let's see some general election polling. Oh yeah, everybody loves a good poll thing. And uh here we go. Trump Plus five over Biden. Booyah. But if you add in Robert Kennedy, Robert Kennedy Jr., 
Trump is only up two. This is proof that uh, Kennedy is a problem, which is why we need to destroy him. Uh, Trump's still going to win, all right? He's still going to win. By the way, he absolutely smokes uh, Kamala Harris. Now, what's important about this poll, this is from Trump's own polling firm, okay? This is McLaughlin, McLaughlin and Associates. So these guys, John McLaughlin does a really good uh, polling. This is why we are going after Kennedy, because we need that top number to expand, which is a plus five. We do not need it to shrink to a plus two if Kennedy is on all of the ballots in all the states. You understand? That's Cornell West is also still running, you guys. He doesn't matter. <clears throat> the problem is Kennedy. You got to get him out. We got to continue to destroy that fucking guy. Destroy Kennedy and Trump's lead will expand. The longer Kennedy stays in the race, the tighter and closer it gets so they can cheat. <clears throat> you follow? Okay. Good talk. With that being said, I love I love some good numbers. Just to remind you, like you guys all love to have some uh, some materials to to share with your friends and family who want to argue. So Team Trump put out some uh, slides this morning. I really liked them. Under crooked Joe Biden, the price of gasoline is up 167 percent. That's right. Under Trump, it was at a dollar eighty seven. Under Biden, it's at five bucks. Five bucks. Let's also talk about the price of sugar under Biden. Under Trump, it was $1.58. Under Biden, it's $3.12. That's a four-pound bag of sugar. Up 97%. 97%. Significant. That's a significant increase in the cost of things. Now let's talk about what really matters to the American public besides gas. Sugar is important, but... But meat is more important. Under the price of Joe Biden, a pound of ground beef is up 58%. That's right. Under Trump, you paid $3.46 a pound for ground beef. And under Biden, you're paying $5.47 a pound. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That is crazy. There you go. All right, I see somebody in my chat, and I'm sure you mean well. You're like, oh, I don't think there's gonna be a 2024 election. That's, honestly, it's useless to even entertain that discussion. Because with that mindset, if there is one, you're flat-footed. Just assume there's a 2024 election, and if for any reason there's not, we'll deal with it. But to sit here and think you're making some like deep prognostication is pointless, bud. It's pointless. You need to prepare as if we're all voting tomorrow. Everyone does. Every single one of us. I've heard since I can, uh, since I was 14, I've heard there's not going to be an election this next election cycle, and there always is. You don't have to apologize. It's cool, dude. I'm just telling you, like, we're just having a conversation. I'm just telling you, since I was a wee lad, okay? Oh, they're going to count. Oh, Clinton's going to count. Oh, Bill Clinton. Oh, George Bush is going to, oh, there's a war. They've all, everyone said it. They've all said there will be no election this time. Oh, watch. There's not going to be an election. There's there's always an election. You feel me? There's always an election. And you want to know why? I'll tell you the truth, bud. It's not because they don't have nefarious plans. It's because there's too much money to make in an election. That's the truth. There's too much money to make. Okay? There's too much money to be made running elections. You understand? Like, there, no one's walking away 
All of those fucking people that actually make up the swamp, this is their biggest boondoggle of money, dude. It's it's like, that's this is when you get to sell your soul. Like, I can't, if I'm a congressman, I can't make money if you don't hold the elections. Because who the hell am I going to sell my fucking influence to? Does that make sense? That's why it's all about money. They're going to have an election. Now, is it going to be fraudulent? Of course, they're going to fucking cheat. That's why we have to beat them by 10 or 15 points. You have to beat them by 10 or 15 points because they're always going to have that election because somebody has to make that money. You got to remember, all the congressmen, right, and senators and fucking even presidents have kids and cousins and girlfriends and friends that work in ancillary fucking realms of politics that feed off of that that entire you know election cycle right it'd be like canceling the super bowl when your entire family are fucking working the uh, ticket booths it's like you just fucked over everybody in your family no one's gonna fuck over the family they have to have you out there if if you don't have a general election in 2024 all what the three four five six seven ten billion dollars of after-tax donation money how are you gonna get your grubby hands on it you feel me? Like this is this is their World Cup, man. This is where they make the big money. Is a fucking. It's not even a midterm. It's a big one. It's a fucking general election, a presidential general election. Ooh, that's real money. This is real money, and that's that's why they'll never cancel it. They won't. They'll continue to rig it. They'll do all the shit that they do, but it'll never be canceled. Um. All right. Well, guess what? It's your time of the week, everybody. It's your time of the week. And that means Q&A Friday. Let's do some questions, huh? All right, let's go back in time a little bit to the beginning of the week. Uh, okay, we need a prayer for uh, a prayer for strength and healing for uh, Father. This is for Karen, her her dad. Dan Wheeler, he had a significant stroke on the back left side of his brain Saturday night. We're not seeing much progress yet and truly beside ourselves right now. Yes, absolutely. So um, this is for Karen. And uh, I don't know when this happened. I apologize, honey. I've been, it looks like I lost track of this. Happened a, a little while ago, maybe 10 days ago. But um, <clears throat> yeah, if you guys could say a prayer, I'd really appreciate that. For Dan Wheeler and his family, and for healing. That's bad. I'm sorry. I, I didn't catch that till just now. I'm sorry I didn't see it. Um, there it is. Okay. Brennan, can you please wish my sister Stephanie a happy birthday? Her birthday is on Halloween. She is the one who introduced us to the Dilly Show back in the days of Periscope. From Rosie and Joanne. Yes, absolutely. Happy birthday, Stephanie, from Rosie and Joanne. All right. Dilly, I know you said you wanted to get the Z06 when Trump comes back into the White House, but would you cancel your deposit if you get too close to the top of the wait list if Biden is still there? No. No. Um, this is a conundrum, Doms. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not. I'm not gonna bullshit you it's a conundrum i'm facing as an american which is i'm on a wait list to order one of the most difficult to get sports cars 
on planet Earth right now. That is the Chevy Corvette Z06. So the allocations have been minimal. Uh, the engine is hand-built. It is an extremely difficult vehicle to get your hands on. Um, so I'm on a list. I'm moving up the list a lot faster than I was hoping. My guess is that people are not able to get their financing done, and so they're canceling their orders, and they're getting their money back. <clears throat> now, I'm not going to cancel it because it's a collector's car. This vehicle... Uh, it's the most powerful, naturally aspirated V8 ever developed for um, production. Uh, it's, it's obscene. It's basically a Ferrari wearing a Corvette badge, okay? Uh, it's, it's insane. Like, it's not like any other Corvette. It won't be like any other Corvette. Even the next ZR1, which will be twin-turboed, once you start turboing shit, it really, in my mind, you're losing a lot of what makes a car special, and that's as somebody who owns a twin-turbo. But... This thing is a, it's a Z06. It's extremely rare. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to spec it because frankly, I do a better job than anybody else I've seen that does that. Like, so I'm, I get to spec it again. Here's the dilemma is it's outside of my fucking uh, price range right now, right? It's outside of my price range. And I ordered this thing thinking it would line up with Donald Trump returning. But Joe fucked up the economy and it's moving me up the list faster than I'm wanting. I have total faith that God will put me in a position to be able to afford the car. Whether it's right before Trump gets back in or after. Um, based on where I'm at on the, on the number allocation, I actually think I'm fine. I think I'm going to be fine. I don't think I'm going to get the car until after Trump's back in. And that's literally my 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 reward, okay? This is this is my reward. Yeah, I'm not selling my spot on the list. Fuck no, not a chance. Um I'm buying the car. I'm gonna close on the car. I just I actually am looking at it and I think I'm gonna be fine. I think it'll end up being probably I actually think I'll be placing my order around Christmas of next year. So I'll know definitively. You know? I'll know definitively. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, it's just, it's a car. It's a fucking car. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a fucking car, but it is a, it's supposed to be my reward for the 2024 campaign to myself. And I believe we'll achieve it. So that's my goal. Got to have goals. It keeps you interested in life. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be, I think it's going to be a car that I'll end up getting right when president Trump is inaugurated and then i have a plan i'm gonna go i'm gonna get them to i'm gonna have them ppf the entire car right before i pick it up i want it all ppf i'll pay that on the front end and then what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna fly myself and my wife up to new jersey to pick up the car and we'll drive it home that's my plan we're gonna pick it up i'll fly up there after a show and then her and i'll pick the car up maybe on a saturday morning and then we'll drive back from new jersey and uh and break it in together after it's all ppf so so there you go so that's what we're planning on doing <clears throat> it'll be fun good question thanks thank you for a light question i i you know, it's nice sometimes just to have something stupid to talk about dilly my question is for the meme team what computer app programs do you recommend for someone brand new to start creating memes i want to start targeting minnesota politicians to get them out of office since our governor is currently in court 
getting Trump removed from the ballot. Thanks. Uh, meme team, you can answer that or you can say fuck off. We don't generally give away trade secrets, but Yeah, no, the, the Z06 actually is not my dream car. It's um, it's the next car. Ultimate dream car is eventually to be able to afford a Ferrari. But we're working through it. I want to keep the Z06, though. Like, I, if I could have my perfect garage, I would definitely, I would keep my Benz. I'd add the Z06. I'd add a Ferrari. And then I'd probably get a badass uh, SUV. And those would be my four vehicles. Trev says the program doesn't make the meme. You need the idea and then work with whatever you are comfortable and familiar using. There you go. There's your answer from Trev. Um, I'm going to save Dilly in the Wild for uh, Monday, by the way. Everybody who doesn't, who's wondering. Oh, what's this? This looks cool. Hold on. I might be showing this on uh, Monday. Did I have Dilly Show listeners down at Mar-a-Lago last night? It was a fundraiser. I didn't go. Did you guys go? Oh, I love my audience. Hold on. Let's see what you got here. Oh. Oh, you were, you dirty dogs. Looking good. We had a couple of Dilly Show people. Dilly meme. Uh, not Dilly meme, but uh, Dilly 300 fans in attendance uh, at Mar-a-Lago last night. Good for you. I hope you guys had fun. I hope you had fun. That's excellent. Good for you. You look beautiful. And you look very dashing. There you go. Good for you. Okay. Hope you guys made a huge donation. That's cool. That's very cool. Good for you guys. That's awesome. Uh, I'll show that on uh, the show on Monday. Okay, uh, can we create a war chest for the Dilly meme team? Could the meme team create something like a subscribe star? You know what? I've thought about doing that for the team and it's it won't work logistically. It won't. It'd be pointless. I mean, I love you guys, but it'd be stupid. Um, we've got 27 people in there and <clears throat> the only way to, to fund the Dilly meme team properly is for us to actually, like we already have LLCs formed. We're already ready to rock and roll. Um, it needs to be similar. Like what basically happens in politics is like you've got the official campaigns, which can fund something, but then there's a ton of red tape. You can have the super PAC, which you form to fund something. There's a ton of red tape. And then there's the third option, which is the option that we probably most are wanting, which is we just want people, mega donors that believe in what we're doing and believe in Donald Trump to join our LLC, fund it, and then let us fucking go to work. Because when you do it in an LLC format and you've just got essentially just a production company, uh, it's a different, you, you don't, you're not beholden to a ton of oversight. So if you go the other route, like if you go super PAC or official campaign, you, you can get paid, but the problem is a lawyer has to watch every single thing you put out. And we don't want that, right? That's a nightmare. What we need is probably some angel investors to step up, fund the operation. And ultimately, you're probably thinking to yourself, Brendan, why would you want to pay the, the meme team this next year for the campaign when you guys have been doing such a good job right now? 
you guys don't understand what we're going to be up against with Biden. The reason that we need funding is because I need my people to be able to step away from their careers for about a year. And you can only get people to step away from shit when you can pay them way beyond what their career pays them. I need all of these people working full time for at least 12 months. You understand? We need 12 months of everyone full time working to meme Donald Trump back into the White House while destroying Joe Biden. Right now, we don't have that. We've got six people that can work full-time currently, and everyone else sort of works around their work schedule. So that's the objective. This is what this is what the objective is, is essentially to fund the meme team through an LLC as a business uh, because it is a full studio house. It's sort of a full production house. Um, and that's what we're looking on. But that's why I didn't do... We've talked about it. We've all We've discussed it, but there's no way to... There's no way to do it properly. And, and I don't want to pay them like, oh, everybody gets 300 bucks. You know what I mean? Like no disrespect to people thinking about donating, but it doesn't work. It's like, that's 300. Like you're going to give these, these are all adults. Like these are people with families. You can't give them 300 bucks a month to be like, oh, I donated. Like it doesn't really work that way. We need probably some mega investors with real money that understand the tangible, like the effect of what we're doing. They understand the value of 100 million plus views on videos and like how much that moves the needle. We need probably some people. What we need is people that we're going to give huge dollar amounts to super PACs and to campaigns to just give directly to us. And I've had this conversation with powerful people that said, I don't care if, you, if they give me the money or if they just give it directly to you. I'd actually prefer it go directly to you because there's no oversight. Do you understand? That's the benefit because with us, we're completely private citizens and that's what we're trying to do. So we'll see. That's what we're trying to do. You know, uh, it's in God's hands. We're going to keep creating and we'll keep plugging away. And if we're able to make that happen, then fantastic. But, uh, you know, we put together budgets. I, I know exactly what it's going to cost um, realistically to keep everybody real happy and get them paid and working full time. Um so we'll see. You know, that's, that's what you do, right? Well, if God means to have it for happen for us, then he will. So that's kind of where I, I sit on it. So there you go. Good question, though. Um... Okay, so this is a good story. You guys want a little feedback? Hi, Brendan. Just wanted to share my recent purchase uh, experience with the great folks at Beard Vet Coffee. My order came a little mixed up, whole bean instead of ground coffee. No big deal. I reached out just to give them a heads up, not expecting anything, just letting them know to maybe watch for next time. This wonderful girl, it's woman, that's a, her name is Tiffany, that is uh, Kenny's wife, sent my whole order eight bags out again in ground form, and I told her I would pay it forward. There's a church by me that holds meetings for veterans, so I thought I'd stop in and donate some great coffee. What happened when I did was a life-changing experience. I saw our veterans needing help with tasks like filling out forms and navigating the internet, opening online accounts. One man needed help pouring a cup of coffee. He now owns my Stanley travel mug. I stayed and helped as many as needed. My point is I never would have been there if not for Beard Vet Coffee. 
I'm going to be there every week now and I'll be bringing the coffee. Everything happens for a reason. Thanks, Brendan, for bringing us great sponsors. Julie, wow, that is a cool story. I got to send that. I'm going to forward that one. Dude, I'm going to send that one to Kenny right now. That's a fucking great story. What a great story. Yeah, let me, let me you know what? I'm going to pull that down on my phone. Sorry, guys, you're going to have to just hang tight. I'm going to send that one right over to the boys because that's what it's all about. Shout out to Julie. That's a, that is a super amazing story. I'm going to send that to the guys right now. They will love this. What a, what a beautiful thing. Here we go. Yeah, that's one. Let me send another one out. Got to send it to Beardo and Kenny. Boom. Good story. That's cool. All right, there you go. There you go. That's a good one. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Brendan, uh, good morning. I have about 50 grand in my 401k. What would you do? Withdraw and pay penalties or leave it? Me and my wife have jobs and newer cars. I'd just leave it. I don't know what to do with a 401k. In my opinion, I would just leave it. In my opinion. But that is not investment advice because I actually am not very well versed with 401ks. So I'm the wrong person to ask that. But given the amount, I probably wouldn't bother. If you as a newly elected mayor of a city count, city could change the name of said city to whatever you want, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. That's a, I don't really care about shit like that. That's a good question, Doms, but I don't give a shit. I don't know. I don't really know. I wouldn't even, I would never want to be a mayor. So that's a tough, that's a tough question. Um, I got a ton of Dilly in the Wilds for Monday. That's cool. That'll be fun. Um, okay. It sounds like, uh, we did get an update from Karen about her dad, Dan Wheeler. He's, uh, partial vision loss and hearing on his right side. And he's also suffered a, a little bit of brain damage and it's really significantly affected his speech, the stroke. So you guys keep praying for Dan, please get him back to total health. My husband and I want to purchase a home out of state. What would the best financial way to do it? What would be the best financial way to do it? Sell and rent our home. Our current home is in California. It's paid off. And we are six months from both being retired. This is not financial advice. But if it's me, I'm cash flowing that bitch as a rental. I don't know what your savings looks like. I don't know if you're planning on paying cash for your next house. Um, I don't know because it's different the older we get, right? In my opinion, you keep the house, you rent it out, you cash flow it. It'll show as additional income. Um, and then... If you've got money saved for a down payment on another home, away you go. That's what I would do. It, the thing that I can't answer is I don't know where you're at. Like, I don't know if you're in a good area of California or a bad area. Um, that would also heavily affect how I would do it. Um, if you're in an area where you can cash out that bitch and make a ton of money, 
I'd be hes- I'd be enticed to do it. The problem is when you leave the house in California to rent is you're going to always had a tie have a tie back there. You may have to go back there to deal with renters. You may have to deal with some nightmares um, unless you're hiring a rental comp- uh, company to manage your property, your asset. So that you've got a little bit, you have a little too many variables for me to answer it cleanly. Um, if you're in an area, let's just say like you own it free and clear. Let's just for argument's sake, say you're in like a Southern California area where you can get seven figures for it. In my opinion, this is my opinion. This is not fucking advice, okay? In my opinion, I don't like the idea of renting out seven-figure homes. I just don't. I, I flat out don't as an investment strategy. I like, I think your ideal rental property is a three to $500,000 uh, home. It's probably between two and four bedrooms and a little bit easier to manage and where the uh, effects of renters on it is not going to kill my my bottom line. My, it's not going to depreciate my asset too badly. I don't like the idea of renting seven-figure assets. I think it's stupid. Um, and I understand that sounds crazy because you might be living in the Bay Area and you're like, oh, I'm going to rent this fucking thing out for 9000 a month. Um, that's just me. So it, I guess it depends. And this is what I mean by variables. If you're in like an upper echelon area, you're in San Jose and your fucking house can rent for 10 grand a month and you get some silicon cocksucker to come over and rent it, I'd have a hard time not doing 120K a year. You feel me? Like it really depends. It really, really depends. If I was in, if I was in a San Jose, a Silicon Valley kind of situation where my rents are 10, 12, 15,000 a month for a fucking regular house, I'm probably renting it and just laughing myself to the bank. If you're in an area where the rents are three to five grand and the house is, you know, still worth over seven figures, I'm probably more likely to take my money and go. So it depends. There's, I can't give you a definitive answer. These are, these are just the variables that I would look at. Um, I don't like California as a market long-term uh, for f- some of the big cities. I think, it's, I think they're gonna have some major problems, continue to. But with that being said, it's gonna be a place that needs rentals forever, right? So there you go. You'd have to give me a little more, probably, I'd have to know a little bit more information before I could give a really solid answer, but I hope that gives you at least something to work with. <clears throat> Not investment advice, by the way. Do you, think, do you think Ukraine will become the next US Commonwealth after? No, no. Ukraine eventually is going to end up fucking going back to Russia if they keep doing the shit they're doing. Uh, hi, Dilly. I've been a longtime supporter since 2015. Wow. I haven't even had a show since then. But okay. Maybe you, maybe you followed my old Twitter accounts and love your show. Okay, questions. What are your thoughts on the stock market and whether it will truly crash? I Number one, I'm not a stock market guy. Um, I don't buy stock unless I like know definitively it's going to go up. I don't like the stock market. I've said this before on this broadcast. Um, I think it's rigged. I don't trust it. I know many of you have stuff that are managed and make a lot of money and there's algorithms. And I just, I don't like shit like that. I'm not really, and it's probably because I just am not as educated as many of you. Um, I've played in the stock market. I've made money. I've lost money. Ultimately, it just felt like going to a casino. I like real estate. I like businesses. I'm a big fucking business fan, okay? Like, 
I like starting businesses, right? This is why me and Miguel California, along with my meme team, many of members of my meme team, we're gonna do American Late Night. That's the plan. Big, giant, beautiful place with a cigar lounge and the fucking stage and, and a bar. And like, we, I believe in businesses. I like having cash flow from businesses. I wanna be in, I'll probably get back into multifamily apartment, uh, you know, renting uh, uh, units, probably owning. I'd like to get a couple of fucking, probably 10, 10 plexes and just rent them out. Um, but yeah, I believe in businesses as a means of investment because I like to have control over what I'm doing because I'm fucking smart and I know how to give people what they want. So it's like, I'd rather, I'm just not a big, I don't believe in, in stock market bullshit. Um, but that being said, I understand it's necessary. There's, it's a, you know, for diversification's sake, I get it. I'm not against it. I just am not, I can't give a lot of advice on it. So yeah, American Late Night will be eventually a physical location that you guys can travel to, see a show, fucking hang out, watch it broadcast live on the internet, um, have a cigar, become a member. Eventually that's what we're working towards. <clears throat> and Magical Trevor says he's going to do a magic show, which is great. All right, we got more. Um, oh yeah, that one's I got to delete. Dilly, I'm leaving for Denmark tonight for a week and I have my Dilly 300 stickers ready to go and stick around Denmark. Dilly 300 all the way. P.S. Our English bulldog was Sir Bentley Leroy Jeffro Gibbs. He lived 13 years. <laughs> okay, thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> You're so random. Um... I think that's all of my questions I'm going to get to today. Oh, uh, I know nothing about, I never, what do I look like? Okay, so I got a question. Uh, 2001 Plymouth Prowler for nine, uh, with only 9,000 miles, it's selling for 35 grand. Um, it was a cool car. Um, I probably wouldn't spend 35 grand on one. Um, it's beautiful, the one you sent me. Uh, here, I'll see if I can show you guys. I don't want to bring it up on the screen, so I'll just show you on my phone. Let me show you guys. Okay, so this is basically... It's a Plymouth Prowler, 9,000 miles original for 35 grand. Um, that's cool. I, I, I don't... It's a cool car. Uh, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fucking, you know, Chrysler fan. I'm not really a big Dodge guy. Um, I'd have to see it. That's uh, a neat car. Uh, it's a neat looking car. I'd rather own like for that price point. I'm just going to throw this out there. I, you probably could own like a really, really badass C5 Corvette or even a C6 or a Porsche from that, that area. Like I, that's all I'm going to say is like, I'm not a big, I, I'm not big. I don't like their interiors. Dodge makes shit interiors. Uh, they fade really fast. That was the problem I had with my charger. 
you know, my charger was a 2018 that I bought in 2019. It only had 5,000 miles. And by the time I sold that fucker in 2020, it already was starting to have fading issues on the plastics in the interior. I don't like, I'm not a big fan of their interiors. I think they're made with really inferior quality products. Um, their leathers feel cheap. So if you really like that type of car, it's a cool car. Like it's definitely going to be a head turner. You're going to be like, oh my God, like what was that? Like, that's cool, man. You're going to look and go, oh fuck, dude, that's cool. It sounds good. It's Plymouth Prowler. Like 35 grand on an 01. And I think you could probably get yourself, you can get yourself a 911 around that. You know, you get a nice 911 uh, in the mid 2000s. Uh, you get yourself a nice C5. Hell, you could even get a C6 probably for that price. So now the C5s and C6s are going to have shit interiors too because Corvette didn't even figure out their interiors until the C8 as somebody who owned it. Like I wouldn't have touched any previous Corvette because of that. I think they just really use cheap materials. Um, but even at 35 grand, bro, like you could go get yourself, you want to know a badass fucking car? You can go get yourself that Cadillac SLR. That's a bad motherfucking car. You could get yourself like an 07 or an 08 Caddy and now you've got fucking top tier, um, top tier fucking interior, Cadillac interior with magnetic ride and a Corvette engine. Like that, that's probably one of the most badass cars Cadillac ever made. And you can get them used for right around like mid thirties. And that's a bad fucking car, dude. I'm telling you like that. If I was going to spend that kind of money on like a throwback collector vehicle, that's the one I'm buying. Just my opinion. You also can get some pretty sick Mercedes Benzes in that price range. 35 grand will put you right into like a, probably like an 08, 09, like an S63 or a, a SL63 rather. Yeah. I just think there's, yeah, there's some other vehicles that are in that, you know what I'm saying? They're in that, that spot. But if you're going to spend that kind of money on an old vehicle, Get something that's truly going to last. I'd get a 911, probably. Yeah, get a 911. Um, yeah. What are we talking about up here? We see... Uh, Hogman's talking about a Ford Pinto with a 454. Hogman, shut up. Nobody wants to buy a fucking Pinto. Come on. The guy's looking for, obviously he's looking for something that's like a head turner that's sexy and says, you know, sit on my face. He's not trying to fucking drive a fucking little shitty death. It's not just about speed, all right? It's more to it. Come on, Hog. I got to get Hogman down here. Hog, you, need, you and Harley need to come to Casa de Dilly soon. Oh, well, fuck it. I'm going to drive you around in the Benz for a weekend, see if we can't change your opinions on some shit. We'll just run you around and be like, oh, yeah, this is a little different. Well, that way, Harley can drive around with Rihanna in the fucking uh, Porsche. That's what we need to do. Yeah, you need to come down. We'll, we'll fucking, we'll, we'll do it different. Yeah, you guys got to come down. I'll talk to the wife. We'll figure it out. You guys should come down. You can see how we do things. He says I'm stubborn. Bullshit. Everyone's stubborn until they're sitting behind the fucking wheel of that big bodied Benz. And everything changes. Yeah, we'll let Harley ride in the fucking, uh, the Porsche with the top off with Randy. We can go shopping. Yeah. We'll get you down here, bud. Sometime in 2024, we'll do it. You know, like next couple months. We'll figure it out. We'll do a little something. I got to get Devil Dog out here too. I, gotta, I don't know how I'm going to fucking convince this guy. 
We got to get Devil Dog out to uh, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? We got to get Devil Dog out of here. We'll bring him down. Have some fun. And drag his ass out here. Hog says he's an old school muscle guy. My Benz is old school muscle. You know that. Mine is a German muscle car. You know that. Yeah, Devil Dog would have him come out too. Now Brandy wants to ride with Randy too. I know. Yeah. Yeah, we got, we got to get everybody together. We'll get everybody together soon. Um, <laughs> Hog says I'm not getting muted again. Now there's some great buys right now, you guys. Uh, in all sincerity, I know many of you have saved your money through a lot of the, this bullshit during Biden. And in the car market is softening. There's a lot of really, really good. If you want trophy, trophy vehicles that are fun to drive um, and that actually, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're going to go up in value because that's, you know, who fucking knows. But you can pick up some fucking badass 911s from the mid, mid to late 2000s. There's a ton of them available. 30 grand, 25 grand uh, Corvettes from the mid, mid to late 2000s. Tons of them available. Again, under 30,000, mid 30s, uh, probably some Mustangs, but, it, but the problem with the Mustangs, I don't fuck with, I don't rock with that car because the interiors are shit. Uh, the Mercedes-Benz AMGs from the mid to late 2000s were badass, especially if you get a hold of uh, the 6.3 liter V8. That thing is a fucking monster, over 500 horsepower uh, with a shit ton of torque. That car will rip your fucking, your eyelids off. Uh, you get that 6.3 liter, it is it's incredible. It's so much fun, naturally aspirated too. Uh, especially if you get that, if you can get a hold of like an SL 63 from, uh, or back there, it wouldn't have been a 63. It would have been a 65, 55, SL 55. I don't remember, but it would have been from the, uh, the mid to late two thousands, hard top convertible again, badass car, tons of fun. So there's some really good buys out there. Uh, if you're looking for that kind of stuff with low mileage, uh, keep an eye out. You know, you're, you're going to have to give up something, which is the technology stuff. You're not going to have your fucking Apple iPlay and your fucking whatever. Um, Randy's interior is pretty old school, but it's awesome. It's a ton of fun. Uh, it, it doesn't really have like all the over the stop, over the top, like technology shit like my Benz has. But there's some good buys out there right now. Uh, and they're going to get better. I think the next six months is going to, you're going to see a cratering in the car market um, on certain models. And uh, we all benefit from that, right? So it's like, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, the the Porsche is old school and it's it's the simplicity of it. It forces you to focus just only on the road and it's turned Rihanna into a really... Uh, like a driver when she's in her Porsche. Like the Acura is whatever. It's all the technology and all the bullshit. But the Porsche is just about the her and the road and then having the top down. And it's it's a ton of fun. Yeah, ton of fun. Yeah, lots and lots of fun. And the thing is, is you can get some of those cars. If you can get yourself something, a sports car that revs past eight grand, it'll change your life. That's the key. A lot of Americans who own muscle cars, I love you guys. You will you, you won't really know that experience unless you owned a vehicle that revs like that that high. 
And if you can get a hold of one that'll let you rev to eighty five hundred or nine nine grand, it is it is fucking intoxicating. It's impossible to walk away from. It's the reason that I'm getting that Corvette. The only two cars I'm even considering in that price range, uh, you know, is I'm looking at the the Porsche, uh, the nine eleven, and I'm looking at the Corvette. And the reason I want the Vet is it's the it's the naturally aspirated uh, engine in the fucking the you know it revs to eighty three eighty six hundred. And you just, you can't, 8,600 is insane, right? It's insane. It's the flat plane crank. It's like, it's like a fucking F1 car. It sounds incredible. You know what I mean? Get a crotch rocket. Why? And die? Hugman, you know better. Like I, I was, I was a Suzuki GSXR 750 guy when I was 20. I almost bought one. And everybody I talked to knew somebody that fucking died on one of those motorcycles. And that's why I got rid of it. I was like, it's not just about speed. See, Hogman, you're, you're too, that's not what I'm about, bro. It's not about that. It's about a total overall feeling. I don't fuck with crotch rockets at all. They're awesome. They're cool looking. I would never fucking drive one. I'm good. Like, that's not my deal. I want the whole package, bro. Like, I like the whole package. I like to fucking go through the gears. I like the revs. I like my music fucking playing. Like, it's a totally different vibe. And I like to not die. You know what I'm saying? I like to not die. You have zero fear. It's not about fear, you fucking fag. You, listen, it, a Ducati will never be a Ferrari. A Suzuki will never, ever, ever be a fucking McLaren or a Lamborghini. Like, there's just, these are not the same. It's not about that. You know what I'm saying? It's just not, it's not about that. It's about something else. So that's my, that's me. I'm just not a big motorcycle guy. I never have been. And if I were going to go motorcycle, actually, I can't even say that. I'll never go motorcycle. It's just not my deal. I love watching you guys ride your motorcycles. I think it's cool, but not my deal. Not at all. Yeah. Just too dangerous. It's just too fucking dangerous. People are fucking stupid. You know, it changed my life too, man. When I was like 23, we hired this guy. It, it's haunted me ever since. He was a wonderful kid. We hired this young guy. He was 24 years old and he was going to be one of our construction managers at a, uh, a uh, job site we were doing a, a condo conversion in Scottsdale he's a great kid and it it fucked with my head when I met him because we hired him we all liked him he was pretty built he was a, an appliance delivery guy but he was really sharp he worked real hard and we hired him uh you know and he was supposed to start that Monday and and we had hired him the previous week and he never came to work and days went by and this brand new hire that we were offering way more money Never showed up to work. Young guy. And uh, six weeks later, he comes into work and he's got a big fucking gash on his head that's like stapled shut. It's like a scar, like he's missing part of his hair. And he shows up and and he was a young guy and, and he's like, I'm really sorry I missed work. He looked at when we when he showed up, he looked like he had lost about 40 pounds of muscle. Um, he had a speech impediment. A stutter and uh he was riding his motorcycle that saturday before he started his new job and someone pulled out didn't see him and fucking hit him and he had been in a coma for three weeks and gave him permanent brain damage and and we still gave that kid a job but he was extremely limited he couldn't lift anything over 40 pounds um and he was a really nice kid he came to my house for thanksgiving uh, and we still get, we honored his job 
but he couldn't do the job properly. It was fucked up, man. And, and it was like, and he did, and the people just didn't see him. They pulled out, fucking broadsided him, put him in a coma for three weeks. And then when he got out of the hospital, he came to see us and he just was never, that was it. Like he was never going to be the same. He, he couldn't think straight. He's, you know, we had to have an assistant with him at all times to help him keep track of shit. Um, so that's like, I saw that firsthand and that's, that was kind of like where I was like, I'm not, you know, it's not my deal, dude. I think it's different too. Like if you live in a place that's kind of rural, like, like hog and his wife are from Michigan. Like you guys can kind of like make two left turns and you're out on the open road, right? Like you're safe. Uh, the challenge is if you live in any kind of a, of a urban area, you, I mean, you're fucked, dude. You're going to drive and all it takes is one stupid motherfucker that just got his license or is illegal and you're dead. Right. And that's what happened to him. He got fucking blasted by an illegal immigrant and that's all it took. And that, and that's really, it only reaffirmed my position on motorcycles. It was like, you know, like I drive a fucking tank. I, have a, I drive a German tank and I could be doing 140. And if you fucking hit me, I, I'm pro not only am I going to survive, I'm probably going to walk away, you know? And that's the, that's the deal. It's like, for me, I like that security, the safety for my family. I don't know. The stakes are too high now for me to fucking gamble with my life the way I used to when I was younger and risky. But you know, you got, I got kids and I got a life and, you know, yeah, just kind of where I'm at. And it's just like different strokes for different folks. I think if I lived in a different area, I might have a different mentality. You know, if I was in Texas or Michigan or anywhere in the Midwest, I probably would have a lot different of an attitude about riding motorcycles and shit, you know? I think it would probably change my opinion significantly. So there you go. All right, I think I'm done. Thank you guys for hanging out with me this week. Uh, I think it was a really good week. I think we got some accountability at the congressional level, at least a little bit, a little bit of conversation, a little dialogue opened. Uh, and we've got a lot of fun planned uh, through this weekend. I think Trump is traveling. I think he's in Iowa this weekend. I may be mistaken, um, but we got you know tons of MAGA stuff going on. It's gonna be a great weekend. God bless you. God bless America and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll see all of you on Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. See you guys. But there is no way, this is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that, we came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not gonna get calmer as years go by. We're gonna get more fired up. We're gonna want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. 
Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.